0: Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson and Chris Emke. You're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. 21 days from today, Chris.
1: Yeah, so we're recording this. This is going to be going live today. So yep. it's like this is like as live of a recording as you guys are going to get. <laughs> 21 days.
0: Uh, 21 days. We will be Shit. in Brownsburg, Indiana, at Lucas Oil Raceway yep. for the Ultimate Callout Challenge and Diesel Performance Industry Expo. I cannot describe how excited I am for this year.
1: I, I think about at the end of the year when everything started to circulate, and it's like, oh, we got five months. You know, <laughs> then it's all we had four months, three months, and then we had a recording a couple weeks ago, and yeah. uh, they're like, yeah, it's a couple months away, and I was like, well, the Tony, reality Tony of it, yeah. yeah. I was like, well, the reality of it is, is we're we're in March, right. okay? April's coming, and then May, but the, it's really a month. I think our record <laughs> date
0: was like March. 29th yeah. on that. No,
1: seriously. <laughs> and then uh, I saw a post from Ryan Pfaff on Facebook nope. and it was uh, 32 days. And I'm like, oh shit, that was the same day of the recording. I'm oh. like, oh, that's rough.
0: It is It is getting close, it's getting man. Close. We are feeling it. Um, everybody's in a scramble. I've, I've talked to several shops oh, that, yeah. that are either going to the expo to set up a booth or, of course, the shops who have a truck that is competing. They're, it's a madhouse yeah. right now.
1: One of the one of the UCC competitors, uh, Armor Inc. Yep. Um, Donovan Harris. Yep. Donovan Harris and uh, Lenny uh, from Dynamite Diesel. Yeah. Uh, DDP. They just posted a video. Uh, Ryan Jelinas over at ATS just shared it, so I watched that right before the recording. Uh, they're going through the Armor Inc. vehicle, finishing up a couple things, talking about how they're bringing two motors. Yeah. Uh, you know. Badass turbo setup on the truck. They're making good power. So, you know, you're going to start seeing some circulation of the trucks, you know, strutting their stuff. He's probably the
0: first one to be totally together and ready. Oh, yeah. yeah. The truck looked really strong
1: on the dyno. Just They're putting in a lot of effort and energy into making sure that it's right. Talking about taking the truck to the drag strip, you know, trying to get a couple test hits under their belts before... Well, three weeks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Hey, guys, go buy your tickets right now. It's $30 for a day, $75 for the three-day pass. That's a great deal. Uh, Jump on to ultimatecalloutchallenge.com. You can get your tickets right now. Hey, another smart thing to do, jump on over to the Duramax Tuner YouTube channel, click on Playlist, and check out the Diesel Insights playlist. Um, It's a great video series we've been doing for a while over at Duramax Tuner. And you know what? Uh, We'll let Nick tell you a little bit more about it
2: diesel insights is a chance for you to learn we take broad topics we take time we go over them we tear them apart from the top down really disseminate the information do our analysis on it let you see what we see as guys who are in it every day guys who are troubleshooting working with the products driving new technology you know you get to you get to see the unadulterated look there's no polish there's no frills it's just this is what you need to know this is going to make you more informed and as a diesel owner these are the things that you need to grab onto we have our L5P updates featuring turbo details. On this episode, we take the L5P turbocharger apart and show what makes it different from the previous years. Now, trust me, there's a lot of differences. They went from Garrett to Borg Warner, changed the control style, changed the vane and nozzle ring assembly, went to a radically new design there. And the turbocharger itself, You know the way it impacts the drivability of the truck and the way the truck pr- produces torque is much different than the earlier years. It, it's a step ahead and it's interesting to see how GM's manufacturer has taken that step and what they expect out of that turbocharger. We also talk about future improvement plans, so how we might add that turbo to the stealth lineup what the hurdles are there. All right. And hey, guys, uh, that
0: was Nick talking about the Diesel Insights series found on the Duramax Tuner YouTube channel. Just go on over to YouTube.com and search Duramax Tuner. On their page, you can uh, simply look for playlists or just search Diesel Insights. Tons of topics, over 50 videos now all together in that library. So a lot remember, of good stuff there. Do
1: you remember when you first started the Diesel Insights?
0: I do. I yeah. do. Do you want... Yeah, okay. So the original Diesel Insights was this terrible version of me talking directly to the camera, and it was based on the blogs I had written. So yeah. so back then I used to write some blogs for Diesel Tuners and Blog. For,
1: for anyone that's listening to Paul, like, you know, you guys are avid podcast listeners. We appreciate that. But having to watch them and listen to them fucking it's sucks. It's rough.
0: It was rough. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: they were also like,
0: yeah... Yeah, it, it, was, it, it was a really good concept, uh, just delivered in all the wrong ways. Well, I
1: think, you know, thinking about when I whenever I hear Diesel Insights, that was like your baby. That was something yeah, that you put. I was really passionate and about it. And it is really, it's a respectable thing to see what it turned into. And for some, like for Nick to adopt, like, yeah, Paul, that's a good idea. Like, <laughs> kudos to you, man. It, you know, it was a good helpful. idea once he hosted it. Yeah, yes. for sure. But it's, it's helpful, you know, and you get a lot of guys, you know, thank you to all of the fans, listeners, and, you well, know, nope. post customers, pre-customers, whatever, you know. Yeah. That is a useful resource that people use, and. It- they appreciate it.
0: We love it, man, and we love the feedback um, th- to get from from the people in the industry. It's kind of like the feedback we get here on the show, yeah. which ranges from everybody shopping for their next
1: 24 valve. Yep, yep. Um, which are going to reply to
0: that email. Wyatt, oh, you yeah. know his name.
1: Good job. I did reply to him. Wyatt oh. sent me over some information, so it's in my archives of replying back to. So, yeah.
0: So, we get a lot of those. Guess what, man? We also get some of the, the biggest guys in the industry shooting us questions, usually asking more about industry related yep, stuff. Yep. Hey, have you heard about this, or do you know about that? Um, but when we're talking about big names in the industry. Somebody that always comes up is Exergy. Uh, Exergy Performance, of course, awesome sponsor of the show. Uh, been with us since the beginning. Been around Duramax Tuner Calibrated Power and all of us in a huge for way uh, for years now. Remember uh, but-
1: when Exergy gave us their cruise.
0: Yes. Dude. <laughs> it looks so nice. It was. It was a, a nice yeah. was a fun car. Yeah. Yeah. And the interior looked nice. Yeah. Um, and until. Until we really started to push it into any performance application. It drove great.
1: <laughs> and it was great stock. <laughs> it was really nice stock. A,
0: a small tune on it, and I do yep. need the small tune on it. Yeah, like 30 horse. Would love to drive it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything beyond that.
1: probably not? <coughs> not my car. When guys call in on the phone, are like, I have a Chevy Cruze. I'm like, yeah. You should have got a TDI. And, but- and,
0: and, and you know what? Exergy had the good sense never to to dick around with the fuel system yep. in that car because they know what they're great at. And you know what? They've looked at other projects like the cruise and said- this isn't what we do. Yep. Uh, what they do do, though, is they get involved in a big way in the biggest competitions in the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I called them up today. I had a chance to talk with with the amazing Rick Newberry. Uh, Nick walked me through a couple of the guys running parts. Now, I only grabbed a couple of the guys, but just an example at Ultimate Callout Challenge, just three weeks away, we're going to see Tony Burkhart running Exergy products. We're going to see Dan Snyder, Dave Martin, Cody Koch. Um, all these guys are going to be running. Exergy parts in the highest level of diesel performance in the industry.
1: So for all and those they guys trust out them there, for a reason. Right. All those guys out there, we're talking, you know, fuel rail pressure sensors, injection pumps, injectors, lines, you know, high pressure lines. These are the fundamentals. You know, when we're talking to guys, even if it's a six, seven hundred street truck or a potential two thousand horsepower competition truck, reliability and consistency Absolutely. is the biggest thing, and that's what you're going to see with some of the top, you know, contenders in the industry. At you know, UCC, look at look at LeVon Miller. Sure. You know, perfect example there. So, All
0: XRG products there. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, man, speaking of top quality
1: and consistency,
0: the other thing you're going to see at UCC is a whole lot of colors. Yep. Uh, guys, I have been known to say that I have eight colors in my Crayola box, but Jason Worley over at uh, Worley Custom Powder Coating. He's got
1: 300 on a bad day. <laughs> you know, it, uh, thinking about, what, you know, again, back when we were at his shop, uh, the process, his... his the company as a whole and, and how they are able to achieve what they what they do on a day-to-day is very impressive. However, once we went into the powder coating room and watching the powder coating process, yeah, right. Uh, I, to this day, it's been a month. I'm still lost for words.
0: You know what? Uh, we did come up with a few words that day, not many, yeah. but uh, let's kick it over and let the listeners in on uh, what it was like for us to walk in and see that massive powder coating operation. What's the difference between powder coating and, you know, rattle can?
3: <laughs> well, that's an easy one. Uh, the uh, the powder coat is going to be a much stronger, higher quality finish. Um, and the actually, what you see here in this booth, this is actually a, a ceramic coat booth. So something when we moved into this new shop, instead of a high temp powder, which doesn't have a very temp, high temperature rate, only about a thousand degrees, we actually start started a ceramic coating application, which is is it's a wet application sprayed out of a, a paint gun similar to auto body paint. So this particular booth here that you see Austin working in right now is uh, where we apply our ceramic coating, which is what we use on all of our hot pipes, turbo down pipes, um, turbo exhaust housings, headers, manifolds, exhaust systems, what have you. And uh, that stuff gets sprayed on and is an air dry and it's actually good for 2000 degrees. Wow, okay. So that, that's the ceramic, I'll I mention that just cause we're standing right in front of it. And right next to you here, you'll see the powder coat booth. So the powder coating is a little different from your, your typical spray paint, let's say. Um, powder coating is actually a, a negatively charged, I'm sorry, the, the rack is negatively charged, the powder coat is positively charged, so when the rack actually goes into the booth, he actually hooks a ground cable up to the bottom of it, and the powder comes out of the gun, a very light mist of, of, of dry powder, and it's actually, it actually attaches, it adheres to the part. It, it, it'll wrap itself around a round pipe. You can spray one side of the pipe, go around the backside and it's almost fully covered already so the powder is actually attracted to the part due to the, the polarities um, so the powder goes on dry in the booth comes out of the booth and then it'll go into the oven and powder coat is baked on so it, it comes out of the booth dry it's just essentially tacky it's sticking on the part it goes into the booth and depending on the weight of the part it will it will go in the oven at anywhere between 350 and 400 degrees for. 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how heavy the part is. Like a sheet of brownies. Yep, and then it comes out of the oven. You can hear the oven beeping now. There's some product ready to come out. Um, It'll come out of the oven, and uh, essentially it'll look a different color, but once it dries, once it cools down, it is your finished product. So he's walking into the oven right now, and that's, yeah, you gotta kinda close your eyes. You gotta wear welding gloves. And uh, see, like he's got a, a, a ATV frame coming out of there right now, working on some outside <laughs> products. <laughs> so I'll, I guess I'll roll into that. You know, at, at Worley Custom Powder Coating, we don't only powder coat the product that WC Fab produces. We also powder coat anything you want to bring us. If it's a aluminum, steel, cast iron, any sort of metal component that can withstand oven temperatures of 400 degrees, no, we can't powder coat plastic, so don't ask. Um <laughs> Yes, we've been asked. Yes. <laughs> you can bring us anything, whether it's wheels, four-wheeler parts, wheel parts, motorcycle, any of that good stuff. So we, we powder coat anything.
0: All right, guys. Uh, you know what you're looking for here. Today, we are getting into the Calibrated Power uh, special guest of Diesel Performance Podcast. Uh, Trevor Peterson, man. It's no surprise. Second place at the 2018 UCC Qualifier, ripping down the track at 1062 in T-Pain. Uh, Over 2,500 foot-pounds of torque, sled pulled it at 262 feet. That's right, Trevor Peterson, how the hell are you? All right, guys. Uh, our guest today is somebody who has just a ton of experience of being an enthusiast within the industry, uh, as opposed to maybe some of our other UCC competitors out there. Uh, Trevor Peterson has really been somebody who's come up in this just because he loves it. There's there's no business or, or you know, big push there attached to it. Uh, you know his truck for sure. It's called T-Pain, and we got Trevor on the phone. Trevor, how the hell are you?
4: Good, man. How about you guys?
0: Excited, man. Excited. Uh, finally, the weather is broken up here in northern Illinois, so it is actually nice outside. We're getting out in the streets. We're driving the hell out of our trucks. Uh, and everybody keeps talking about Ultimate Call-Out Challenge. How about you? Uh, how's uh, how's the truck look, and how do you feel about getting ready for just... Well, when we're recording this four weeks away, I think listeners, when you hear this, we'll be about two weeks away from the show. Yeah,
4: we're, uh, we're working on it. We're working <laughs> getting there. Now, when Had you A couple s- setbacks, but no problem.
0: I was going to say, you say working on it. Uh, clue us in, man. W- where are you guys at on the build? What, what or uh, Let's start here. What's changing from last year?
4: I uh, with a different engine set up this year, and then we took off the steel bedside and the front clip, and then we got some fiberglass parts for the We got a front clip, bumper, and bedsides for it, and then we got a Six four plate plate um, engine now from industrial and precision diesel machine and uh, I just have to fab up a couple of new charge pipes and just got to rewire it and we're almost there. It should hopefully be running here you know, on Sunday.
3: So,
0: <laughs> How yeah. long has it been down? How long have you had this thing apart?
4: I tore the motor and the trans out about six months ago just because I had a baby a month after that and I knew I wouldn't have time to really work on it. It's kind of hard to get time to work on it now. <laughs> but we tried to get it tore apart and threw it in the trailer for the winter. Just sat there in the trailer and then oh uh, no. just put putting it back together.
0: I love it. Yeah, I know what it's like. Uh, you know, having the the little one around and and not much time to get out there. But this is this is a big show, man. And you're somebody who, now last year you you came up and you you won the qualifier, the UCC qualifier. Uh, no,
4: I took I took second to Ryan Faff. That's right, that's right. We had to take the top five, so we didn't, not being cocky or nothing, but we were really confident we were able to at least take the top five.
0: So you're saying you could have beat him, you just didn't want to?
4: No, (laughs) we got our our ass kicked on the drag strip. I mean, I had inexperienced driving it, because my first, I mean, I was used to, my Duramax was a lot easier to drive, and I, I just lack of experience driving that truck, but... I think mean, it ran like a 10 second, which is pretty slow, in my opinion, and for these level of trucks. So sure, sure. For uh, UCC, that, that's should, yeah, that, that's a little bit yeah, behind the curve, in right? My yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, but I knew we did get on the dyno, and then we tried to make it through the flood pole. So, luckily, it made it through and ran, put it in the trailer. We ran it during the summer. so.
0: I love it, man. Now, doing some of these fiberglass mods with the front clip and, and uh, you, you know the back uh, bed there that's going to lighten up the truck. What are you planning to do what are you planning on doing for the, the sled pole portion? How are you going to bring some of that weight back to the truck or is it just throw a set of weights on the front and hang some weight and, and go?
4: Right, my weight box is pretty heavy um, to go on the front and then we'll bring a bunch of weights and we'll weigh it out and add what we need to once we get up on the scale probably throw some weights in the other the daily driver to get us there and then add what we need to and throw it in there and send it down the track I guess
0: <laughs> okay no no big tires you're not doing rear end swaps you're not you're not doing a, no. a different set of axles
4: no no Yukon got us set up with a bunch of stuff but it's got spool and bigger shafts and all that stuff in it and a locker in the front and what have you but um, we're just fine on running what we got Okay. The funds for a nine inch axles and stuff that I really want it's kind of out the window. So we're just <laughs> making it work with what, what we're able to do.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Now, cue our listeners in. What did you guys hit last year on the dyno and what are you hoping to see uh, this year as you guys get up on the rollers?
4: Uh, during the summer, at an event out here, it did like 22 44 on the horsepower and like 27.44 on torque, I think. As with the five nine bore so hopefully with the 64 maybe it close to that 3,000 mark on torque and you know I'd like to hit 2400 horsepower but that's the goal anyways
0: gotcha okay that that's a lot of power uh, how do you plan on putting that power to the ground for the drag strip
4: um we probably won't run that same setup on the drag strip and the sled pole we're gonna switch it but um. I think we have a good team at uh, industrial injection. are going to help out a little bit and help kind of tune it in for the nitrous setup, what have you. And then breakout tuning is going to help out. And it's going to run the tune that I had last year, and it should. Uh, hopefully, see the seen a down the track with a different charger on it.
0: Okay. Okay, cool. So, so pretty simple approach to this. Now, when you say you're going to change the setup, are you pulling turbos off to do the drag racing and the sled pulling?
4: Yes. Yeah. Yep. We're just gonna run a single charger. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Okay. That seems to be the the kind of new rising tide that we're seeing as, as we're interviewing more and more competitors this year. Uh, people limiting themselves by the turbo. Uh, pretty interesting approach. Do you think anybody's gonna go out there and and sneak out and try to put down some nasty you know pass down the strip uh, with with their twin or with their their triple setup?
4: Yeah, there's a couple guys I'm sure that will. I don't know them all, but I'm sure people that people aren't going to touch their stuff and just run it through all three of them.
0: Gotcha. Okay. But
4: just like, think triples are kind of hard on the. They make a lot of power and torque, but I think they're a little hard on the, the powertrain.
0: Okay. Okay. What uh What are you planning on doing differently from last year then?
4: Um, like I said earlier, we kind of just took a lot of the steel parts off, trying to lighten up the truck. Um, we got rid of the. Electric lift pumps in my big fuel cell, I went to a little fuel cell and I got a a mechanical lift pump on it now and uh, I think with a single charger that'll save a bunch of weight as well versus having three turbos on it, which will only run for the dyno. And then um, we kind of just speed hold a bunch of stuff and hopefully it's lighter. We had to be at that 5,900, 6,000 pound mark last year because we wanted to run the HRDA stuff, but this year we're kind of just getting as light as we can, and then once we get to the sled pole, add weight as, as needed.
0: Gotcha. All right. So. All right. Well, I hear you there. Um, the The new drag racing setup. You're going to have a qualifying uh, time, so you'll you'll be able to go out and run freely down the track, just like last year. Uh, that time will then set you up in an order to go through a bracket. Uh, how do you? How's your experience in heads up drag racing?
4: Um, well, I haven't really done it for a year or two, so that's going to be a, a weak point for us. But hopefully, we'll be okay.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: that's all I can really say. I don't. I mean, I did it with my Duramax quite a bit for a few years, but I haven't really bracket raced or you know, raced someone heads up in this other this truck that I built last year or two years ago, whatever a while it's been a minute so sure sure but hopefully uh we should be able to get on top of the charge on the line and um, i guess we'll find out i mean our plan was to hopefully go to phoenix this month but it just didn't work out so we're just gonna have to take it out there and try and see what happens
0: i love it man that's what ultimate call out challenge is all about uh any predictions for results uh do you think you guys will, will be in the top three are you shooting to be in the top one
4: uh, my goal is make it through all three events, and, um, and I think personally I'd like to take top five. That would be pretty sweet in my, in my eyes, but um, again, we'll just have to see where we stack up against the rest of the field. There's a lot of competitive trucks out there right now, but, uh, um, but ultimately I'd like to take top five would be my goal. Awesome, Any man. Event.
0: Cool. Well, we definitely wish you the best of luck over here. Uh, anybody you'd like to give a shout out to?
4: Yeah. Uh, thank my wife and thank my sponsors like Gillette Decent Service, Industrial Injection, uh, Breakout Tune Solution, Randy Transmission, Edge Products, Yukon Gear and Axle, and uh, DodgeHQ.com where I work. And they've been a big help. So, all, all those guys have. Definitely uh, couldn't do without uh, a good team of people and having good people behind your back. Well,
0: that's so cool, man. Congratulations making it through the qualifier. We're excited to see you as a competitor for 2019 Ultimate Callout Challenge. Listeners, for today, this has been Paul Wilson. Thanks a lot for listening. The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of Duramaxtuner.com. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Powerstroke, John Deere, Case, New Holland, and many more. For more information and great customer service, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920.
1: I'll have a lot of singles. <laughs> all right. All right.